0: Yeah, I grew up in a really musical family. Like, my dad, he's, he's an, he could have been a famous opera singer, like, okay. if he would have gone for it. And and that's something that influenced me a lot, too, is, like, not being afraid, you know? Like, he had yeah. just told me time and time again, like, oh, I was gonna do this, and then I was, like, scared, you know, to do it, and I was yeah. like, I, I'm so grateful that he went through that so that I don't have to go through that, yeah. and, but that's if I learned from him. And I realized that I was doing it, you know? But my dad, he was really musical,
1: another episode of adversity king so we've got childhood friend of mine childhood really good friend of mine uh bobby taylor so musician artist and uh just an overall good dude bro so how you been yes sir dude doing so good lately yeah
0: it's been like i've had the most crazy past few months too recently was like i just spent uh, I, as you know, like, spent, like, three years in Florida, yes. like, coming in, and, um, the three years in Florida shaped me a lot, and just yeah. moving back and forth, like, almost living, like, a little gypsy life and stuff. Yeah. Like, I lived with, like, millionaires, lived with, like, famous YouTubers, lived with, like, gaming streamers, yeah. like, Instagram spice Yeah. sellers, you know, like, yeah, just crazy uh, happenings that just, like, kind of went around like that, and, uh, um, it was just, like, a lot of really good uh, timing with all of it because it was like, I've never had like a year where I haven't been mentored by somebody Yeah. like in the entrepreneurial space, which was really cool because I'm like, all right, God, so you're like taking me to all these different places and like, I'm yeah. like meeting all these people, but why do you keep like putting me with like entrepreneurs and like these different people who are like, yeah, it, like it stressed me out because I was like, always like this carefree, like I don't want like I don't care yeah, about yeah. money, like whatever. But um, as I realized, I'm so just, just like, if you're like, Genuinely passionate about anything, like money can flow from it if you're like yeah, yeah. intentional with it, you know. So yeah. like with music, I've just recently decided. I was I was just working, so I came back from Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh whenever COVID hit. Yeah. And um, my I ended up living with my parents. They ended up getting divorced in like November. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, I'm not hanging around for all this to, like, go down and, like, watch them, like, struggle. So I went into downtown Pittsburgh and ended up living on the south side, and, like, it was really cool, and, like, it did a lot of good in me, you know, to, like, network with people, but then I started to get wrapped up in, like, the party lifestyle and the party scene and, like, um, really started partying hard, and it was just, like, kind of, like, Friday, Saturday, you know, maybe Sunday, you know, and then it was just soon it was, like, Mondays I was getting blacked out you know Tuesdays blacked out you know. like and so it just kept being the cycle and I was like I'm doing fine you know I ended up being like a private investigator over there working for like a really really smart like genius entrepreneur out in Pittsburgh Um, his name's Bob Cresson like he he trained me in like the private investigation space he trained me as like um, just in the entrepreneurial area too. Yeah. And like, just it, that was the way that I started to learn to communicate with people. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, do you know, like that communication skills to like communicate with entrepreneurs? Like you just, there's like a totally different way to communicate. Yeah. Like he'll he'd be like, write me a report on these files and like slam a file down on my desk. And I'd be like, I wasn't even working on these files. Like I didn't yeah. even do this case. He's like, do it. He's like, I need this done right now. And yeah. I'm like, Okay. I just like start typing and he's like, that's the kind of drive. Like you just need to like do things for people like, because they don't have time. It's worth less of like less to them to just do it themselves. You know, if it's like, if they're having to like spend four hours with you on like how to write a report or whatever, just, just make it up, you know? And then you just start to learn. Um, so doing that, I just started to be able to like take a little bit more control of myself, you know, where it was like, I stopped looking for leadership direction from other people and, uh, just started kind of directing myself, and I I actually went to this church service um, the one night. I've been leading worship, like, in Pittsburgh, and, I mean, I went to a church service the one night, and this guy called me out, and he was just like, hey, like God's been telling me that you're, like, really, really struggling, like, and I want to pray for you, and he prayed for me that night. I stopped drinking completely that night. Yeah. Um, Went five months clean on alcohol, but I was still smoking and, like, doing some drugs, and I was like, I'm gonna, like, i'm fine you know and then i was like i want to get clean from everything i'm like if i'm gonna give up alcohol and i'm gonna like start to give up you know like weed or whatever you know it was like i have to you know i'm gonna give it all up you know to get better and uh the second that i gave everything up and like got completely clean i was like my whole life just like shifted even within like the past couple months yeah and um It's been a totally different experience for me now being able to, you know, finally be clean and, um, and I say clean, like lightly because it's like, you can still like enjoy it. I'm just not addicted to partying anymore and like wasting my time, like doing the, the party thing because that was literally what was holding me back. I spent two and a half years. I wrote Pollen whenever I first moved back to my first single, um, moved back to Pittsburgh and, um. I I like was so in my head about all of it. I was like, I don't think that I'm gonna be able to release like pollen and um, and so I just kept like pushing it back. And so my my producer and I would just keep working on this song like over and over again. And I'd go back in and I'd be like, We need to change the guitars. We need to change the vocals. I need to re record yeah. this. And I was just like making up all these excuses like what you know. I was just kept making up
1: excuses. Let's let's backtrack for for the audience and and just for for the listeners, viewers, whoever. And uh, I really want to kind of get an idea. Like I remember you being musically gifted at a very young age. You know what I mean? Because we have mm-hmm. probably known each other 11, 12 when we first got introduced. So, but but was. Who introduced, like, when did you discover that you were, you had some, some bit of talent? (laughs) And, like, did, does, do your parents, did somebody else, could someone else sing? Yeah, I grew up in a really musical family. Like,
0: my dad, he's, he's, he could have been a famous opera singer, like, if he would have gone for it. And, and that's something that influenced me a lot, too, is, like, not being afraid. You know, like, he, he just told me time and time again, like, oh, I was going to do this, and then I was, like, scared, you know, to do it, and I was, like i I'm so grateful that he went through that so that I don't have to go through that. yeah, and, but that's if I learned from him. And I realized that I was doing it, you know, but my dad, he was really musical and um, my mom could also sing and then um I actually was doing so horribly in school that my mom just like started grounding me for like, quarters at a time of school and so I was like I'm so bored I'm gonna just like start playing an instrument because I grew up like playing the piano yeah and so I got like an ear for music from that and like being able to piano was really good for me but I hated it so much so I quit and um and then I ended up picking up guitar in like 10th grade yeah and uh sang for my family
1: like I feel like you had guitar before that though I thought I thought you were doing guitar like when we were in that uh what what was what, what did Pastor Elaine what was that like Camp Souls? Yeah. Maybe it, so like, yeah maybe it was before then. Maybe it was a little before. bit. Maybe
0: maybe I was singing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I genuinely, I think that, like, I started learning it probably, like, maybe, like, ninth, tenth grade. Yeah. And I think that I definitely did some work, like, real early on, like, yeah. doing, like, worship with Word of Life or whatever. And, yeah. like, I remember being in, like, youth group, like, doing yeah. some guitar. Yeah, you led, you led worship at youth group a lot, too. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. And so it was. It was really cool. And like so, doing that, I actually turned eighteen, and um, like started to do like music, like almost full time. I started to be, you know, get a little bit known in in the uh, Christian circles, you know, around Pittsburgh. And yeah, um, I started to do this thing called like Ladder Glory um, Ministries, and I was. Uh, leading worship for them and they like did this little revival thing in Pittsburgh and it ended up being a really big deal yeah and um, they ran that for like almost six months straight like almost every night of the week I was leading worship somewhere in Pennsylvania yeah and um, it started to open up to different states and like I had people like people would follow me around to come like listen to the worship and like yeah. to come worship and I was like this is so cool like I would love to do music like full-time and like I feel like wor- felt like worship really was like my call and then as I got older, I just felt God, like, sharing with me, like, to think bigger than, like, church worship and, and, like, what my, uh, vision of worship was, you know, like, worship in, like, a normal sense is, like, connecting with God through, like, music, but worship is in, like, every aspect of our lives, like, how good we do something, you know, how whatever we do, and, um, the way that, uh, I ended up I ended up moving down to Florida to go to Bible school in Tampa, and then I did a year of that. It it was good, you know, and I met a girl there and then got engaged in Jupiter, Florida, and then got unengaged and then moved back to Tampa again. And I was doing music in West Palm Beach, and that was where I first discovered, like, the kind of, like, bar scene. Like, there were really nice bars out there, and I started to make money, like, doing music like that. And I was like, it's not, like, really that I want to do this for money but it's like it's so i but then you have to realize that you have to make money you know like you don't you want you're like i don't want to sell my passion for money and i don't want to think of it that way but like that's literally what you're supposed to do with your gifts is like it's like the parable of the talents like if you don't really think if you don't that's that like rang in my head bro for like the past like three months now and um like fast forward that's that's how i ended up in music and and like how i ended up you know, at this point where I've, uh, I actually was about to start a commercial electric job recently, like pay me like real good and like maybe start a trade. And yeah. I, I mean, I've been like a private investigator. I've been like, I've worked at American Eagle corporate, you know, yeah. like working these different jobs. And it just felt like I never fit into the places. And even though I did a good job, it was like, there was always something like driving me out. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And it wasn't like fear and it wasn't, that I was trying to, it um, wasn't that I was trying to run from the work because I love working, like, yeah. I love being exhausted, like, yeah. I, you can ask, like, Abby, like, I, I seriously have just been going, like, I've exhausted myself in yes. Chicago already, and it's been, like, yeah. almost a week, you know, Yeah. but um, we just go, and I, I, I have, like, intense FOMO all the time, yeah. like, but I think that's, like, almost a gift because I don't, like, miss anything, yeah. like, and the other night we we were just like at a concert and it's just like one thing after another, you know, like uh God just giving us signs like yeah. every step of the way, like you're supposed to be in Chicago even and it, like it was just the dumbest thing, like just wild yeah, yeah. what's happened, but just a cool sign that happened even while I've been in Chicago and it's just always felt like that direction yeah, yeah. for me. So um recently was gonna start this electric job and um I just felt God like speak to me and he was like, Hey, i I want you to like realize this is you going into another like probably six to twelve month season of you working, coming out on the other side with maybe like a couple grand, you know. Yeah. But yeah. like, what are you gonna do with it? Like what what's your goal here and like where are you going? Like what yeah. are you driving towards? Like if I start driving in the complete opposite direction from music and I think that I'm going to be a musician, you know, I, because I have the context and I have like the people, you know, yeah. like I'm basically just searching for investment at this point and like yeah. manage, like managers. Yeah. And, um, because I'm ready to start my career with music and I've, I've given up so much just over and over again. Like, Oh, I'm losing my creativity. I need to like stop working, you know, not stop working yeah. but like transition to something that I can like manage. And I'm like, oh my god, I could literally just get in the car and start playing shows, like literally use my telemarketing skills, call down this list of like a hundred bars in the area and book up my entire week. Yeah. Like a manager, manage my own dance-off, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. And uh, I was like, this, this is so much easier than I thought it was, and I've been making it so complex for the past two years that I've just been sitting in Pittsburgh like rotting, you know? Yeah. And it, it was like a wake-up call to me because... Not that it was any wasted time, like, a lot of people were, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people got, like, touched through, like, me being in Pittsburgh, and um, I've helped a lot of people there, Yeah. you know, but, like, God's going to make you a light wherever, and he's going to use you wherever yeah. you are, and, and it's just, like, if you want to do it, you know, I... Absolutely. I'm not a trash person you Yeah. Know? like yeah and so I mean I guess you just make that effect anywhere if you're not just like a rude person yeah facts so I was like I need to like push towards like what I do feel like my gift is which is like music you know yeah. and like utilize that talent and I'm like I'm a videographer so like use my own videography you know use yeah. my own graphic design use my own like it, it like it, I have like an entrepreneur brain and so I have like all of these different setups of like different things. So Abby and I both design clothes. So, yeah. um, we're actually thinking of setting up a venue in Livingston County, okay. um, where's that in New York? It's okay. about 30 minutes south of Rochester. And, um, that's something we've been thinking about heavily. We just went up to, I was just in Rochester for like the past two weeks before I came to Chicago. I came out for one day and then like drove out to Chicago for this. Yeah. Wow. And, um, and so we, while we were in Rochester, we ended up in the middle of like an arts revival in Livingston County. Oh, yeah. And, um, it was like these small farm towns, like small farm, like villages, but they're like really cute, like little townships. Yeah. And, um, but the art community, the art culture and community there was just like mind blowing. And I was like, I've never been anywhere that I felt like so welcomed. You know, Pittsburgh gets like pretty stagnant. Yeah. yeah and, uh, I, I. it's like the glass ceiling of Pittsburgh is what it's always felt like to me. And I've just watched so many artists like literally go for 10 years, like pushing and working and like the economy is not all that good there either. So like you're just struggling against like a horrible pay rate and then like increasing rent on top of that and increasing bills. And everybody's just like wants to charge more for food and stuff because everything's more expensive now, you know, especially post COVID. And so... I was like, I feel like I'm fighting like a losing battle. So I literally packed up all my stuff and pulled like a Gary Vayner truck and moved in with my dad again. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm literally going to use this as like a storage unit and just yeah. start traveling. And so I kind of gave up the uh, electric job and um, I'm going to work just for, you know, I work a valet job right now. So yeah. I'm going to just keep valeting and doing that. In the meantime, like whenever I'm home and then scheduling over those weeks, you yeah. know, when I'm home and making money and out I still of, leave. Out here. of Pittsburgh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then start traveling out. Yeah, dope, dude. I feel like, just like you're doing, just go thousand percent into the music. You know, you should. I feel like you should make millions off your music. That's just from what I I remember. You know what I mean? And that was us, fucking twelve years old or something. So. Bro, seriously. I was like, Shh, dude, this kid can sing. I remember, I remember going to. uh, I think you went to Norman. I remember going to uh, your high school talent show. Oh, yeah. B1, right? the, you did the yeah. 1975. Yeah. And it's like, I like I only like that one song. I think it was like sex or something. Yeah. And I, it's like the whitest thing for, you know what I mean? I'm no, like, seriously. This shit is so white. But I was like, I still have it in a playlist today. I'm no like, way. Spot. And 1975 will come on. I don't think of 1975. I think of you. Oh, you know I appreciate I mean? and yeah, that. Yeah, it comes on, I'm like, this is the most like hipster, hippie-ish, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff ever. And I... I was like, this. It, I don't even think of you. I, I think of, I think of, I don't think of them. I think of you. I think of me sitting there with Nathaniel, Ethan. I think these came too. It was just those those good old like like medium bad church boys because we were always like into <laughs> some like half bad stuff, but we were like in love with Jesus and it was, it was a... It was I a can't even tell you how
0: proud I am of you, bro. Like it yeah. lights me up when it's like thinking that I'm even here with you for real. Yeah. And like
1: seeing Yeah, we've we never come before far, because I can remember like, all of us were just kind of hoodlums, you know what I mean? Horrible like we were, people, bro. We were, just, we were just kind of hoodlums, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we'd, we, because we'd go to the, the, these church events and we would like sneak out and just look for trouble and. So and, and always looking for trouble, dude. You'd be doing parkour. <laughs> and you know, Who knows what niece would be up to? It was just seriously. We were always up to something. But uh, now, who were you closest with growing up? Your dad or your mom? Probably my mom. Now, who are you closest with now? Still my mom, really. Still your mom? Okay.
0: Yeah, I've said... see, like, we just had, like, enough, like... We've had, like, a lot of tension in our relationship, like, my dad and I, kind of. Yeah. Um, I think it's more or less the fact that I just, like... That no, no ever offense or disrespect to him. Yeah. You know, but it's, like... I just saw characteristics growing up that I didn't want to embody. And yeah. I saw my mom, like, needing more help than... Yeah. You know? And then whenever they got divorced, we were real... Like so he lost his job whenever we were like in about whenever I started playing guitar actually. Yeah. And um so that had like a big a big uh influence on me. Like our whole family just kind of started crumbling at that point. Yeah. And like it was just a big depression circus at our house. And yeah, um I, I think that honestly I don't even really go back there in my brain anymore. That's like part of like my yeah. big testimony, honestly, bro. I was you so it's like as the hardest hard-
1: hardest adversity, like mental health probably started there for oh, you. Oh yeah. Like- what was oh yeah. That 15, 16. Yeah. And so I was like
0: getting bullied like crazy in high school. Like Yeah. just seriously, like I'd wear like skinny jeans, bro, to high school. And, yeah, like, you were ahead of your time. People so and, and that's what I'm saying. That's what all creative people are though. <laughs> it was it was madness, bro. Like you yeah. you wouldn't believe in I, I go back and like I talk to people from my high school all the time, and I'm like, was I like Mean or like, w- did everybody hate me? Like, I was like, I couldn't remember. They're like, Bobby, like, literally, everybody loved you in high school, yeah. And I'm like, and then I just remember, like, it was literally a group of like five kids, bro. It's the biggest blessing I've had multiple of those kids come to me after high school literally like sitting in my living room in like pittsburgh like crying like apologizing to me
1: yeah and being
0: like bro we treated you so horribly in high school and you literally i've had uh, other artists that like started singing and doing music like come up to me and be like bobby you literally like influenced me like made me like think i could do music like There's people in, like, my friend, my, like, really good friend in Florida, he, I met him at, like, a vape shop out there in, like, Tampa, and he lives in Key West now, and he literally learned how to play the uke, and then he was, like, I'm gonna learn how to sing, so then he started singing, and, like, all along the way, he just keeps hitting me up, Bobby, you're the reason why I'm, like, doing this, like, you inspired me.
1: Is it a ukulele? Yeah. Now is that a mini guitar?
0: Yeah, it's like a four string, like nylon string, like like the Hawaiian. Is it like
1: easier to learn in comparison to a guitar?
0: A little easier to play whenever it comes to like pressing down the frets and stuff. But like, it's such like a Florida, Hawaii, like beachy thing to play. And so he started to play like ukulele and he was like, I'm going to start singing. He's like, what amp do I get? What mic do I get? Now he's going out busking and playing shows. He just played his first show the other day. And I'm like, bro, I'm so proud of you. Like, to watch people be inspired by me with, again, like, I'm, like, known as, like, an artist, like, all around. And I, like, just dropped my first single. So to me, it's like, I guess artistry doesn't start, like, where you start, like, releasing your stuff. But it definitely is. I got into the shower about a year and a half ago. And I was literally, like, washing my hair. And I'm like, I feel like an artist. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm becoming an artist now. And it was because, and I think it, that that moment was because I started to realize that that's what i wanted to do full-time like main thing like once as soon as that clicks in your head and you're like i am going to be an artist like i am going to do this thing like there's no turning back and there's no plan b either like i have so many plan b's bro like i've i've just like made lists of plan b jobs and stuff that i could do that would make me a good amount of money you know and adventures and you know whatever i could do and i was talking to um another artist and they're like, there is like no plan B. They're like, you already know it. You're like, you're going to be pursuing music until the day you die. Yeah. And like, I, I want to do that, but I want to be successful at it. And I think like now's the time to push for it. Yeah. So like, that's been one of the biggest things is to, um, start to understand how the industry works, but also as an independent person, you know, it, it requires like a lot of networking with businesses and like people who will invest into you too. And, um, and like also making sure that you can like make that return also, awesome. which I'm confident in. And so it's like the manager portion of that is probably like the most important at this point for me is yeah. like having a manager because like as soon as I know that like what we could do and like what the steps are to take, you know, yeah. I could like actually like ask for investments,
1: you know, and yeah. like feel like that. Chicago's the best place for it. I spend all my time around venture capitalists, founders, startups, and these are people that raise Millions of dollars, so uh, like they just spend, pretty much their their, like years. You know what I mean. Their first few years of, building and designing a company or building and designing a pitch deck and and whatever it might be in regard to, a presentation to take to investors, and it's completely in relation to what what you're speaking about because, uh, you know, essentially the individual I was with today and he's a really dope dude. Maybe I'll connect you guys. I don't know if it would lead to anything, but he's real big into VC and. Uh, mm. He did a TED talk today, so I was down at his TED talk at Berkeley Field, and he was talking about identity capital. And you know, it's like people can invest into your identity. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a way where it's like, wow. you know, it's like, hey, look, I'm Bobby Taylor, and you know, it's like, I, it may not be a ring to my name right now, but you know, here's, you know, you, you kind of pitch him and say like, twenty years from now, I'm going to be the next Elvis Presley, or you know what I mean, like. You know what I mean? So it's That's like interesting. just invest, invest ten grand, or invest fifteen grand, or invest a hundred thousand right now, and it's like, and then you promise them maybe five percent. You know, it's like something like that, ten percent, whatever of the, of the equity and correspondence with you as an individual. But it's an easy way where it's like, it, there's just there's so many different ways where you can raise funds and, and do different things and like what you're saying. That is really interesting,
0: and I'm not like I wasn't really aware of it because I never. You know, a lot of people, the the reason why I think of, uh, like, honestly going the investor route is, first of all, like, I want people who believe in me to be blessed, too, because I'm very confident in what I do, and, like, also it's just, like, even with shows and stuff, you know, somebody booking me shows, I know for a fact it would, like, launch my stuff off, not even in a prideful way, but in a way that, like, I've just seen that happen everywhere that i've gone yeah you know it's literally been for me just doing it myself like even growing my instagram just organically by like talking to people and individually networking with like every single one of my followers in person yeah you know that's how i like grew it you know even to like where it was at now and it's like it's interesting because i like restarted my instagram from the ground up and so a lot of people from my childhood and everything don't even have my instagram anymore and i lost like a bunch you know so you know coming back to like where I am now and and trying not to focus so much on social media whereas like personal connection with everybody like I know that Ed Sheeran was talking like he's so huge and he's literally one guy that plays an acoustic guitar like yeah do you know how many one guys that play acoustic guitar there are in like the world I am like a one guy who plays like the acoustic guitar you know yeah. but uh, they said like how did you get to where you're at And he's like I've literally just been like kind to people like I've literally just genuinely been like a good person to yeah. like people. And I'm like, I've met so many like douchebag artists that like have, you know, they, they are like my pride, like my gift, like my, my, and like clench it with this tight fist because it's theirs, you yeah. know, they're not going to like share their you know, passion or their like energy with anybody else. They want everybody else's so that they can like bundle that into their gift and be like, oh, I'm like grabbing all this stuff and like, look how big my energy ball is, you know? And um, I'm like not about that. I'm like, I literally want to be this like giant light bulb for everybody to like just like eat off of, you know? But I have to, you know, get nourished somewhere, you know? And that's why like Jesus has been really big for me. I want to influence, you know, artists, you know, I want to get to a place where I'm being in rooms with bigger artists so that I can actually like just share yeah. Jesus with them yeah. genuinely, like that's that's been my my whole entire mo doing music in general yeah. like wanting to do anything else with it, yep. and um, and that's like so Abby and I are um, we there's like a couple there's like grants going on in uh, Livingston County and stuff. And just in the midst of that, we were just given an opportunity to perhaps present a business plan to the government in Livingston County for grants and, like, uh, low-interest loans, stuff like that. And um, we're thinking of running a venue that's, like, almost a marketplace, but a very co-op-based marketplace, Yeah. um, all within Livingston County. So anything that we outsource as much as we can outsourcing to, like, Livingston County. So, like, dishes. We get, like, ceramic from a local ceramic person, you know. Yeah. Uh, Coffee beans. We're getting them, like, rotating them out from, like, the different ones. Like, giving everybody a shot. You know, having clothing stands that, um, you know, we both are selling our clothing. She's into sustainable textiles, and so she's about to start weaving with, like, like used T-shirts. And, like, creating, like, beautiful fabric out of that. Yeah. Um, And so... we're we're doing all of this and pushing our art ventures. And so as I'm doing music, I'm like, I could seriously just like be pushing both of these simultaneously because if I'm making money over here, like I just need enough to eat genuinely. Like that's, I'm happy just being stable. Like it's, it's not like the big stuff for me, you know, because one day if I am, you know, already stable off of music, I'm going to have way more than just like bread on the table, you know? Yeah. Um, Because I'm passionate about it. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like but also just giving it that something snapped in my brain it was like did, did that happen with you whenever you started to like do the stuff with Simon originally yeah
1: yeah I think I think it, we were probably pretty similar you know what I mean I think you know being being in situations especially where you're, you're kind of broke where that desperation has just been in for so long you're so desperate you're willing to do whatever so I think it was just a, it was pretty much just a combination of me being so desperate and being met with an opportunity hmm. like Like this and then i just capitalized on on just a a combination of those emotions of desperation and humility and and then applying that that extreme desperation to an opportunity and kind of treat it like that that like an m song like lose yourself you know what i mean so i just went all in and kind of lost myself in in the midst of of the opportunity and you know five years later here we are that is so cool yeah
0: because you're watching you grow so much has been so inspiring to me. Yeah. You know, just to watch like how much people can change, you know, and how, you know, getting somebody into a groove and like even Simon pouring his energy into you and like mentoring people because even as I've like small mentored people, you know, like, and watched them like grow and like at least make like positive changes in their life. You know, there's been people that I've hung out with that have made me make, increasingly worse choices in my life you know yeah you know and and i'm sure that we both have that same experience but um you know it's just gotten like more and it's gotten more and more it's gotten easier yeah Yeah. (laughs) to to just make the better decisions and just allow it to be like myself doing it um but genuinely like being in high school, being like severely depressed the whole way through. You yeah, know, I wanted my whole to talk family. on that. So like, yeah.
1: overcoming. My, so I I I believe, and I'm, I'm gonna probably make a make a video. I wanna I've been thinking on this because I really want to try to help people more. The, I want to bring more light to it. You know, it, it's hard to really help per se. You know what I mean? There's not it mm-hmm. there's not really. I don't like the the idea or the route of like a, a medicinal solution. You know, I'm not a big advocate of like you know take these pills or do this or do that. More so of like. Making, I, I think it's more of an acceptance, you know what I mean? I think, the, I think the first solution for healing people's mental health, and I think the gap really right now, is, it's a bigger gap. It's expanding, I believe, in correspondence with the recession and just the economy and, and how things be, continue to become less and less affordable because we have this expectation culture where, you know, at a young age, 16, 17, 18, you're, you, you start to expect from yourself to immediately have it all together you know what i mean and it's like you don't have it all together and you're 19 or you're 17 you're 18 you're 19 you're 20 or you're 25 you know yeah. what i mean and you got to move back in with your parents or something like that yeah. and, and then you see somebody on instagram with a lamborghini and they're 13 years old and you know they've got 14 that's lamborghinis and you're like oh my god somebody like all these kids have it together and i'm the only only one that's out here with nothing going on in my life and you know I'm broke and I look like a loser. I'm never gonna figure it out. I should just I should just kill myself. I should just end my life. And I, I and it I see this gap to continue to expand. It's directly in correlation with this this just this inflation bubble, just this lack of affordability bubble. Because it, it's a combination of things aren't affordable now in correspondence with the degrees that are available. So it's like I don't beat college up. Mm-hmm. You know I think people should go and do what they want to do. You know what I mean? People that mm-hmm. love teaching go get a degree and be a teacher. You know what I mean? People that you know, love the medical field. Go get a degree and be a doctor. But just know the way this world is structured right now, that degree is going to cost you 50000 a $100,000, $200,000, whatever it might be. And then you're not even guaranteed a job. And then in addition to that, if you do get a job, you're not guaranteed to make enough to survive. You know, and, and so you get this job, you did all this, and then you get out just, it's like you did all this and the, and the, and the girl you wanted said she'd give you a shot. And then you did it all, and the, and she doesn't give you a shot. And she's banging your best friend, and it's like, swear. Oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna end myself. You know what I mean? You said I would do all this, and we, I would be with you, and I would get you, and it's like, and I it's like starting even younger because it's it's like we have access to social media, so like you're fourteen, 14, 15 now, and you're and you're seeing somebody who else is fourteen on Twitch, and and they made like fourteen billion dollars, and you know what I mean? They have like fourteen wives and fourteen Lamborghinis, Stupid. and it's like what's going on? And then. And then you're even older, too. You're 28, 29, 30. You just got a master's degree or, or maybe even a, a doctorate degree. And you're like, dude, my life is over. I'm still living with my parents. I'm almost 30 years old. I don't have it together. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's all right. You know, it's like Colonel Sanders was like 90,000 years old when AMC <laughs> was established. And, and that was, what, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And so it's like, I don't think people realize, like, when our parents were affording to live on their own, it was $1,000 a month. You know what I mean? And And... It wasn't like wages were 10 times uh, less as well. It's like wages were a little closer to what they are now because income doesn't directly go up like the expense of life. It's, it's very, very simple. You know what I mean? When you break oh, down yeah. the equation of like inflation and then income and direct correspondence to inflation, it's like they don't necessarily correlate. They don't keep up with one another. And that's why the poverty gap just continues to expand. So it's like, but with that mental health, I think the first step is just like, it, it's all right. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to be all right. Dude, Just keep pushing. Keep fighting. What helped? What helped you?
2: you yeah. Know, overcome thanks for that?
0: thanks for directing it this way. For real, that was yeah. Real. This is this is something that's been on my heart a lot. Honestly, is like watching even myself. You know, I've had to pull back from even using social media a ton. Yeah. Because there's there's a place where I think that our attention's being pulled purposely, and it's creating. Um, I think it's just creating a. A really horrible mental health and yeah, like stigma for the entire like US and world. Like, like people all over the world now have cell phones yeah. and they're watching TikToks. Like, I'm like talking about like people in Africa, are, like, scrolling world through, country, yeah, like seeing people in like Lamborghinis, like living in these like marble palaces. Yeah. And like, I'm so happy for you, you know, that in like definitely like. But some of these these are like rented houses and rented lamborghinis oh, that they're dropping rented. their life savings on yeah, to rented. to show this to you know to show off this lifestyle but yeah like people like you that are like grinding your ass off to yeah. do like what you like to to gain yeah. you know income and like to you're helping your mom you're helping yeah. your sister you're i like, know how
1: hard it is too so it's like i know like realistically these people it's probably like one percent you know what i mean because I, I know what what i've pulled in over the last five years mm-hmm. And I've put it all back in the business. I live right here on that couch. You know what I mean? And it's like I know how hard it is. You know what I mean? It's like I know how much I, I I bring in, and it's a it's a decent amount. And I'm like, there ain't no way these fourteen year olds. You know what I mean? It's, but it's all right. And you know it's like I, I just respect transparency. I respect honesty. For
0: sure, the first thing that I had to come to terms with, and and this is like one of the biggest things that I think that um, God provides like an umbrella from. Yeah. Is like to be humble yes if you stay humble you like don't look at this person or that person and be like i want that because it's like this will make it this will only make it harder for me to be humble you know like am i even ready for that like to be really honest with yourself like i can't even keep the trash off the floor of like my 98 minivan you know like let alone drive a porsche to work you know like i have that thing totaled in like two weeks yeah tops (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. n- but like nobody understands that like the responsibility of like owning all these cars. Yeah. And, like, are you even gonna be able to pay your taxes? Do you even know how to file a ten ninety nine? Like, yeah. it, seriously, like I'm I you in the more things that you add to your life, I've just seen people in like Jupiter, Florida, and it's like the more that they had, they still had the same problems and life problems. You know, so yeah. I'm depressed. In my, you know, $46,000 house, you know, living with my parents, you know, and whenever I'm 16, I'm seeing a guy like a 16 year old on like a Ducati, you know, and like ripping down uh, like LA, you know, like, I'm like, how do I attain this? And then all of your direction goes straight to money instead of what you're passionate about. And I think the people who are going to college now for like, say teaching or whatever, that's not even like a viable source of income at this point. But to teach the youth, you know, like why is that direction being diverted, you know, or like why are they not being like compensated fairly, you know, for what they're doing. And like, I think most of the people that I've seen that go to what their degrees are for have been nurses. Yes. Genuinely. Like I, I know people with psych degrees that are like working for Facebook now because they're not even looking for people with tech degrees because there's so many people with tech degrees now, yes. you know? So everybody's like bringing in all these different degrees from everywhere and nobody's even working in their field that they were even originally passionate about. Yeah. People are changing their degrees, adding another $10,000 onto their, you know, tuition so that they can like go back and like finish out their school for like what they needed to. Yeah. And I'm, but it's like definitely the viewpoint of like watching everybody else like living these crazy Instagram lives, and like I find myself guilty of it too, you know, you're on like a rooftop bar in Chicago, and you're like,
2: yeah. you know
0: like I like think of you know anybody who's like watching that like they don't know that I'm like biting my nails at the bill, yeah, know? yeah, and it's like i'm I'm working, you know like. But also, I'm like pursuing a dream of like doing art, and it's like I don't want to get it through like lying and not being transparent, yeah. you know, because that's how like everybody's trying to get money right now. TikTok is just like the biggest, yeah, it's where I'm putting the biggest all my money and time is TikTok. And, and it's like watching so many TikToks and like seeing how people are like, even art and music is being like really uh, diluted, yeah, through TikTok because it's like there's so much coming in there and like you can get popular because somebody watched your like 15 second clip, you know, people are getting like 98 million views on just awful songs. Yeah. Just like trash music. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you? And it's not even like just from my perspective, it's like they're listening to it because it's trash music. Yeah. And they're like making so much money. It's literally free money at this point, like going on TikTok and doing that. But the thing is, it's going to cause like a, collapse of like the art community because it's now starving out you know the artists that are like talented artists you know people who are genuinely serious about music and those people are probably serious about music too yeah you know but um i think that art is to like lift people up and to like spread light and like i think everything is just like turning our brains to like mush yeah like it's just like mindless everything like Seriously, and we're we're so catered to what we even want to hear on our TikToks and stuff. Absolutely. You know, you're never even going to get a different worldview or Absolutely. anything unless you're, like, talking to people, reading books, you know, like, yeah. reading about history and, like, seeing how, like, whole civilizations have collapsed, you know, Absolutely. like. But I really have been praying that there's, like, a renaissance of art, you know, like, genuine art, you know, yeah. like, AI art is just, like, terrifies me, you know, yeah. like. Because it's going to be, they, like, write songs already, you know? Like, it writes music and, like, that's really cool to help people get inspired. But, like, I go to bed and I hear, like, melodies,
1: you know, that haven't been
0: written. You know? Like, I fall asleep, like, hearing melodies. Like,
1: that's my AI, bro. Like, I can't, I couldn't even begin to think of, like, I always think, like, how do, like, new rhythms and things get created? Because, like, I can barely even get Twinkle Twinkle like Little Star to like play right in my head and I'm like how the heck did these guys <laughs> like come up with me? I'm like that doesn't make it it's like kind of when I think of like how to create music like creating your own melody and stuff like that I'm like for me it would be like me trying to create my own color yeah like I doesn't I can't, my mind doesn't work that way where I'm like that's and it's, it's it it almost for me is like a like a goosebump type of type of feeling when I, when I start to think of like how powerful music is and why, and and where I spend a majority of my relationship with Christ is worship. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, I think biblically, it's like it's biblical. It's like one, you always you always hear any 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 teacher when it comes to religious or spirituality always reference how was it was it not Satan that was technically originally like the leader of yeah the leader of worship yeah you know yeah. But then to take it even further and, and to take it away from from the, the sa- satanic side of it and lead more back into Christ of mm-hmm. really just the, the one uh, biblical verse of Christ inhabiting the praises of his people. You know what I mean? It always says, yes. the Lord will inhabit. The-. And that's like, for me, that's like been my go-to of like, where I experience Jesus the most is, is actually in, I know our lives are to be pretty much a, a, a worshiping state towards yeah. towards Christ. But for me, it's always been like, really just starting on a worship song and like, like, falling falling in love yeah you know, more so with 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 jesus and i'm not perfect you know, i swear. things like that no. but but that's that's for me that's like my number one go-to you know that's why I like for me i love i love listening to good like i don't even like i don't even hear lyrics like i hear like when i when i listen to music i hear like everything behind that you know what i mean I'm like, yeah i like that like old old school like rhythm-y you know what i mean like black lady singing or something while we're like on that. this
0: let me play you this song it's going to be the next song that yes. I release. And what's the name of this song? This is called uh, kind of a problem. And uh this was just kind of the main lyric in is it. What's your favorite song right now? This is this is the my next one that I'm going to release. Yeah. So it's
1: it's definitely one of my favorites that I've written for sure
0: just for the what message
1: was, of What's it. your most proud of before you start the song? Like up to to date in your life. What are you most proud
0: of? Genuinely like finally going forward with like the release of my single like genuinely yeah. like you it doesn't like you you don't think like going online and like releasing a song like yeah. is that
1: serious but how whenever you're seeing you see in your name and everything on spotify it's right? so
0: dope and i've released music before like yeah. i've released like my close for comfort project yeah, yeah. like my electronic stuff and it like wasn't that good yeah but like I wasn't really worried about it because I wasn't serious about it. And I've been telling everybody, like, whenever I do release this, this is, it's going to be, like, go time for, like, Bobby Taylor music. Like, I'm, like, this is my project. This is my, like, this is my shot, you know, like. And um, releasing that song felt like I was finally doing what I've said I was going to do for so long. And and it felt so right. Like, dude, like, I just felt, like, euphoric because it was, like, finally – like making forward motion into like where I want to be and that like changed everything because I mean even up to weeks ago like between whenever we rescheduled this till now I've changed even more into like I'm literally gonna say like screw it and just start going and busking and like I need I need a van basically to like go and travel
1: yeah and um
0: and then and then just start to play music everywhere and start to organically get my name out in different places because, I mean, TikTok's so oversaturated and I mean, I'll be able to like do it, you know, and I'll be able to be using those and utilizing that stuff. And as more people start to hit up my links and stuff, it's going to grow it. Um, But genuinely to, you know, create fan bases in different cities a like, one at a time. Yeah. And, like, be in Cincinnati, be in Cleveland, be in Chicago, have shows lined up, you know. Yeah. First fans. night, you know, go out on, like, a Thursday, you know, and, um, you know, get a bunch of people. Like, spending, like, two weeks at a time in a place yeah. and just being, like, meeting people, being like, hey, my show, you know, just organically creating yeah, friends, you know. Yeah. and Because I know some people that just literally are so wrapped up in themselves that they couldn't even see themselves outside of a VIP spot at a club, you know, yeah. where it was, like, I mean, I don't even want to be at the club anymore, but like that's the only place where they'd meet people. And that was yeah. an issue for me in Pittsburgh is like I just wanted to have a creative community of like creatives that supported each other. Yeah. Supported it <laughs> supported each other, you yeah. know, and um were able to be sober together. Yeah. And I swear, bro, I spent like a year trying to do it. Like getting people out of the clubs and like into like a pavilion. Yeah. And like have a barbecue and like hang out like have a couple beers and like make some music yeah, and yeah. like like network between them but like every networking event for creatives in Pittsburgh even like uh, like fashion based stuff and everything it's always just a like blackout party like yeah every single time and I'm like I'm so tired of this because I was why I was partying so much as yeah. I was in the art community like I was with my favorite artists you know except yeah. for we were always blacked out you know and like there was just no off switch like it yeah. just keeps going like i know people that have been there for like 10 years now yeah, trying yeah. to release music and like doing their thing you know yeah and like made no progress forward like yeah and and so it like terrified me yeah, yeah. genuinely but i wrote this um this song it's called mm-hmm. kind of a problem and um it'll be my next release on bobby taylor music um this was uh... oh, boy it was uh, about a relationship that I just realized that, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it turned me yeah. around a lot. Like, I was like, I think that I really need to, like, love myself before I, like, start to try to, like, love people again. The yeah. way that, like, they really deserve to be loved. Because yeah. I, I, like, loved everybody that I ever, like, dated or had, like, a fling with or anything. Like, yeah. I genuinely, like, cared about them. Like, I didn't, like, put myself out there, like in a weird way, but, like, I really did, like, love every person I did yeah. uh, have a relationship with.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, and I still do. Like, that's, like, the craziest thing is, but it's also not, like, this, like, romantic love, like, well, I'm still so in love with them. Yeah. It's, like, I'm, I'm like, I, I still, like, love those people, like, yeah. just genuinely would, like, die for them still, you know? Yeah. Like, they call me up, yo, I'm dying, I'm on my way, yeah. seriously. And, um, and it doesn't, like, and uh, thankfully, I've, mm-hmm. I've just, like, been able to even, like, reconcile some of them, you know, and yeah. just, like, been okay, you know, and just know, like, all right, they're okay, you yeah, know, yeah. and then I'm, like, I'm fine, you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but.
0: Thought I saw you yesterday,
2: why'd you hide from me? I know that it'd be tragic if I forgot to breathe, so I went to your apartment, danced in the rain. Wait until your lights come up, I'm back in your brain It's kind of a problem, don't know what to do When I'm feeling lonely, I'd go anywhere with you And it's kind of say thinking of you When I'm with somebody else, can feel the same way too one or is it something else? Am I close to healing? Am I slowly being killed? Being brain dead Tripping over you Is something else? If I thought that this was real Then I should really love myself again I should really love myself again I should really love myself again. love myself, yeah Hey yeah, green porch dancing at your front door What you hide from me or locking up like before Flowers from the market, I'm not sure they're starving. This love's from cushion me now I should really love myself 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 yeah. I should really love
1: myself again. You know, so far, I had to like, stop myself from crying. <laughs> Thank you, bro. So, that was phenomenal. I, I, I wish, because I know from listening to uh, Rogan when he has people perform, and it's like, the live performance like, is just goosebumps. And I just, I can't, I can't, can't even talk, but I can't help. But, like, sit here and think, like, it's, like, just a God-given talent, bro. And just like when we were kids, I was like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants to have that talent. You know what I mean? You can <laughs> There's two ways to, like, you know, re- really, you know, se- secure that, that good-looking girl. It's like, make her laugh or be the <laughs> singer. You know what I mean? It's like, dog, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible. You know what I mean? To sit here and experience, experience you, this dude. Are you, or how long are you in Chicago? I'm going to stay here until, like, Probably tomorrow night. For real, Yeah. I think I'm having. If you stay longer, I think I'm having a career night. Uh, Monday, I believe the eighth is Monday the eighth. Um. Yeah, it's eighth. Yeah. If you If you're here, have you come in and just like perform for the office? You know what I mean. So that would be really you know, dope. Don't you a couple hundred bucks? You know, easy, easy bread. For easy sure. Easy Exposure if you if you stick around. I don't know. So. Just, I might so, I might have to do that. Yeah. Just, just some. Uh, just some, just some opportunity, um, that was fire, I can't, i still like at a loss for words, I kind of like want to hear another song. Do you want me to do another song? I kind of low-key, like need it. Okay, alright, alright. I like need it, it like felt good for my soul. <laughs> I don't know what it is about good music, dude, it's like medicine. Isn't that fire?
0: Yeah. The like, t- my capo like totally bent my...
1: The only bad thing about like when you get around someone talented with music, like you start thinking about like trying to sing too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, don't fucking start singing. Bro, oh, you're fine.
0: <laughs> what is that duck in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're not that bad. All right, this is pollen.
1: This is my yes. This is my
0: new single. I pollen. have
1: the one on my phone. I'll play it for people. I'm like this the one you sent me. I don't um, know if it's what Hey, did you download that, that stuff yet? Yeah. Uh, the the one, I don't know. You it's you get you get kinda of loud and it's pretty good.
0: That might be it. i um, I I like sent, <laughs> probably sent like yeah. I can't even remember. I sent so many songs out like It's fire, I play it. Thank you, bro. Yeah. It was oh, oh, that was probably um Why Are You Still Waiting? You got th-
2: one Yeah, I think it was that one. St- oh
1: man Let's do, it. do
2: pollen. Oh, like a precious little lily in your flower dress. I get too close to now my nose, the pollen goes no more for Oh, you're messing me up, yeah, I'm messing me up. Oh, you're messing me up, yeah. Your wow. It spins me round it's tearing me apart It's in my soul It's in my soul It's in my soul
1: Fire, dude. Thank you, bro. Fire. Absolute fire, man. So, yeah, I would love, love to have you. We stick around I don't know we work something out regardless we ain't going nowhere so we definitely I, I can like all I can think of is just sharing this blessing with, with my people if they'll if uh, <laughs> they'll have you so I have which I know you. they will so I, I want to transition into the future vision you know 5, 10, 15 years from now which we've kind of already talked on but okay. like you have a place you want to settle down like a state or you just kind of <laughs>
0: yeah actually like Abby and I just pretty much decided recently. Just being up in Rochester for like the past like that small town, mm-hmm. like going to Livingston County and like it's a relatively vast Is that like county, huh? Okay, no, like these people are like really cool people, like New Yorkers, like kind of yeah. like out in the country, yeah. and like it's I love New York's vibe, bro. Like coming to so Chicago, like strong liberals, like a, a, a mixture. Honestly, bro, it's like. It's, like, such a good balance out there, genuinely. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not too bad. Like, I mean, it's not, like, it's it's not so conservative that there's no forward motion. Yeah. And it's, and, but it's, like, a country place. Yeah, yeah. And then even whenever you go up to Rochester, like, everybody's, that's still, like, some farm, like, those are a lot of, like, farmer kids yeah. and stuff like that up there. So you have, like, arty people got, like, who are, mix. like, it's a good mix and like, balance of just like love for people yeah, and like that's all that you know genuinely they were some of the sweetest people that's i've ever met in the city yeah for real like even in in like even whenever you go to the bars with all the artists yeah like Nobody's getting faded, honestly. Like, right. there were some people that were yeah, faded yeah, yeah. there, you know, but you got, like, your college kids and stuff, but, like, yeah. the artists that just hang out were just, like, chilling, and they made chill spots, you yeah. know? Like, I, it's not like going to the club and stuff, you know? Yeah. It was just, like, this girl's, like, spinning, like, Michael Jackson on vinyls yeah. in the front of it, and That's I was sweet. like, man, I feel like I'm at home right now. Yeah. Like, just being, like, around that, that group, like, just, like, doing some, like, stupid, like, white people disco dance yeah. and stuff, like, I was like, this is... This feels really homey, and that was up in Rochester. But then I did a show in Livingston County, and like we had people from that we met over the course of the weeks. Like, yeah, had like 15 people show up to the show and like yeah, yeah. get to, um, you know, hear me sing. And I was like, how did I even bring in 15 people from here for me being here for like a week and a half, maybe? Yeah, yeah, to like a random open night at some saloon, yeah. you know, it was. It was really, really wild, and but that's what, like, sparked that in me, that, like, I'm like, oh, I could totally do this. So yeah. um, the vision is basically um, being in Pittsburgh for now, and I think I'm going to start touring now yeah. while I'm in Pittsburgh and I don't have any overhead, really. Yeah, do it. Um, and then see what I can do, like, getting my motion forward doing that. Yeah. And then um, uh, back it out to... Um, Kind of like back in, whenever the time's right, we want to push for this business too. It, it's yeah. like, it's going to be big. I'm like really sure of it. Yeah. It's going to basically be like an art gallery. Yeah. And so run this like gallery space, honestly, and then in Livingston County um, and probably live out there yeah. um, and try to, you know, bring people there and then work from there with my
1: music. Is there like a a stage that you foresee yourself really what to like a like a milestone stage or arena you want to perform in like dude the the st-
0: the the vision for the music like a milestone stage would be like any large stage yeah, you know like it, yeah. more or less it's like i want people to move at my shows i want to you know be practiced enough and honed enough in my craft that I'm like watching people move and I'm starting to see that at yeah. my little gigs. And that was the first gig I did in like almost two years and like re like hopping back into that. I was like, this has got to be God guiding me back into here because yeah, I haven't done this in forever. So um the the vision really is to be stable and making income and making returns yeah. for the people that like pushed into me. Yeah. Um because I, I seriously just have like a blessing list. Like As soon as I start earning just to bless people, bro, like, that that have helped me along the way, like, where I've been, you know, nearly homeless and, like, people have, like, helped me or people have given me, like, cars or, you know, just, I've always been taken care of and I'm, like, I want to push blessings so far. That's literally my, my milestone is, like, starting to be able to bless people to, like, a degree where it's, like, it affects them, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it always blesses me if somebody gives me like $5, but if somebody, you know, walks up to your house and like, you know, fixes something that you really need, like say you have like a leaky pipe and it's been leaking for like years, you know, it makes a bigger difference, you know, like, but being able to bless people, you know, monetarily like where people are struggling and help my parents genuinely, like I want my dad to keep the house, you know, and I want to, I want my mom to have a nice place to live. You know, those are like milestones for me as being able to be free enough for myself and honestly just touring in general. Yeah. You know, so I'm gonna just make that milestone happen, yeah, you know, myself, yeah. you know, and do yeah. that. But yeah, it I mean it it just basically comes on I, I really just want to be where God puts me. Yeah. Genuinely. And I do have big dreams. I'm not like trying to be like a small indie artist for yeah. my whole life. I do wanna be a big artist, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um and I do wanna, you know, make money, like yeah. good money from my music and whatever that looks like, you know, um, it, money to me again is like, I was like homeless. So like, but I was so happy, bro. There was so little, the, the lack of, I was still working and everything like out of my car and I was just enjoying it. It was uncomfortable because I just wasn't prepared to do that. But like, yeah, I wasn't in a hurry to like get out of it. And it was really strange because I was like, How am I so comfortable being, like, homeless right now? And I, like, reassess and I'm like, honestly, the more stuff you have, the more complication to your life. Like, you have the boat, you have the car, you have um, your sports car, you have your wife's car, you have the house... But the roof's leaking, the engine is filled with oil in your boat, your sports car is about to go over the miles and it's losing value, you yeah. know, while sitting in your garage. What yeah. am I going to do with that? It's costing me so much money in insurance, yeah, yeah. you know, like my Beamer, you know, it's like killing me on the, you know, gas prices, yeah. whatever you're doing. And it's like, there's always just more stress. So like the, the more that I've watched people go up, they add stress to their life with that money. Yeah and i'm like to have like different to just have different things and i'm like so it's the things and it's the pride you know where i was like it's just like to show off what i had i i love to have stuff you know yeah. i love to have nice things but it was more or less whenever i was watching people get rich yeah i watched them just stack more stuff into the mix and it just created if they would have stayed in the place where they were at you know like stayed at this house, you know, like yeah. granted for just a little bit longer, you know, yes. this is yours outright, you know, yes. and um you to not be in such so a key. hurry to um just like present yourself like, oh fuck you guys have made it, you know yeah. like seriously I, I I get so overwhelmed with like the the speed of like people like needing yeah. to hurry up and show off what they got. And like yeah. hell yeah like if you have some money like yeah. Like buy yourself a nice pair of shoes, you know, yeah, like do yeah. do like get like treat yourself. Like yeah. working without reward is like torture. It's yeah, like yeah. I mean it's it's worthless, you know? Yeah. So there's like a very good balance of like spending and saving and like having the things that, you know, are worth your time and uh you're you're seeing the reflection of that in your quality of life. Yeah. You know, but you could literally live in like a a small house and fill it with really nice things and have a way lower house payment. And also you don't have to hire three cleaning ladies, you know? (laughs) So it's like, it's, it's just been interesting to me just watching what people value and where they put their, you know, their money's value to, because also, uh, the, the long story is owning the businesses and having a clothing brand. Um, Abby and I both have the, the clothing designs and stuff like that. That's something that we're pushing for like actively right now. Um, the other one is to have a nonprofit profit um, helping people that need food, yep. um, grow, starting community gardens. I was going yeah. to, the one of the things that I was going to do is work that electric job and save up for like six months and then try to buy a Sprinter or something like that and yeah. turn it into a camper and then do this nonprofit. Yeah. on the back end of it and uh, start to build community gardens for people and probably use high schools or colleges to maintain those gardens. Yeah. Um, so that there's like ample food for like communities. Yeah. And also if like people signed up, you know, we'd build a garden in their backyard or like a small greenhouse if they had the space, yeah. you know, but have all of it funded through like governments and like food service programs because the quality of food that I'm seeing coming out of like even food bank stuff, like, man, because I grew up on the food banks, bro. I'm, I literally would just got like oh, my, my me too,
1: bro. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I ate that brick of cheese, the brick of cheese, bro. And the white white rectangular box um, <laughs> brick cheese bro. cheese and, and for the audience watch it i know i look lethargic beyond and are but i just stuffed nose. i've been up since four so it's an, i'm not bored i'm exhausted so uh i want to talk about stuff i like but i want to see if you like it and what you like about it so what's your favorite food because i love food you have a favorite restaurant, you have a favorite dish? Has the food ever like been like a holy because 'Cause I've had like glorious experience. Oh my food. man! So it's, uh, I feel like you're the same. Cause like you grow up so like broke where you like fall in love with food. Like so, like probably like I one of our top priorities you, is food. It's, 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 it's it is, like as long as i spend so say, much it's money like, on food, but yeah, yeah, like, it's, like it's, as long it's, as I can yeah. eat,
0: I'm I'm cool. They're like that's broke boy shit. I'm like yeah, I man, I, man, I can go back to be a broke boy, I'll be eating because I, I'm like, if I can eat good, like, seriously, like, if you're, I can eat, I'm rich. You just, you literally just posted this this morning. I was like, man, if that doesn't ring true, you were, uh, you were saying like, it, it makes such like a big difference. Like, it doesn't matter how bad it gets once you start succeeding because you've had it but five billion times worse.
1: Yes. Like
0: matter. it, it's mattered not anything it to me matter. because I'm like literally
1: homeless, but I was living in Florida. You know, and I could like and you remember the- falling in love with those horrible times, so it's like if you found a way to find peace and find joy at rock bottom at the new levels that you've now you know achieved and there's lows in those levels, they are like ten times million times thousand times better than those <laughs> rock bottom times. so it's like, oh, okay, awesome. I just lost all this money, so what it's not like. When I was growing up and those food bank lines or the water was off in our house or the lights were off or we have literally, we, we didn't celebrate Christmas like after I was like 15 (laughs) or 16. It was like blankets and books. That was like, like our Christmas was like, just like, like I knew I was going to get like socks and a blanket, you know? So I was like, I didn't even have it that bad. And it was like, yeah,
0: I mean but it was still like I would look at like my friends. I was I was you know. so
1: poor like the church would make fun of me for being poor. I remember, <laughs> I, I remember going to church and we being like, oh, shit, dude, these kids <laughs> who make fun of me for being like not having them but but it was it was good I, the people that made me feel like at home was just you, Nathaniel, Ethan, niece, you know what I mean? So it's like you guys are always but everyone else I was like dang dude Bro,
0: I tell everybody about I'm you like too you, poor you, to you. Be here. You, Nathaniel, Ethan, Brandon, like, I call you guys, like, my best friends ever. For yeah. Real. It, like, just never ended. Like, once you have
1: people tight, like, you know, that, I always like, pick back real... up. I'm trying to get Nathaniel to bring his lazy ass out of here, dude. Don't <laughs> drive out <of> here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him yeah. to get out. But, uh, so, movie. Do you have a favorite movie or are you a TV show guy? Uh, or neither. Some people like a... can't sit down. And
0: watch Honestly, TV. bro, Twin Peaks was, like, hit hard. It was really so good. Like, yeah. is Lynch. a show? Lynch, yeah, it's a TV show old old ass tv show yeah and it was like seriously one of my favorite things i've watched yeah. movies i watched like indie flicks of course you yeah, know yeah. like there's a movie called comet um, okay. it was like a kind of like a weird like parallel universe type of okay. thing but it, everything was just like slightly odd yeah like that's the best way to describe it is the whole movie is just slightly odd like yeah. everything's just kind of awkward yeah, yeah and you just kind of sit there like the whole time yeah and it's just a coming of age like romance film almost Interesting. Any major no- notifications
1: over there for my phone uh, i don't cool. think so no and we got those videos up yeah dope on both both tiktoks yep all right cool favorite food
0: favorite food would probably have to be like something that i get all the time you know like i love trying new york style pizza yeah like because i was a man at like a gm at a Pizzeria yeah. in White Oak and it was like the tops like the best pizza what was it called? ever eaten. Rockaway. Uh Rockaway Pizza. I had a pizza in like Irwin, I think, called Vachelli's. Vocelli's. I really liked that pizza. Bocelli's is good pizza. Yeah. They they make at least make their dough. Yeah. Like it's it's good dough did for Did I ever you. bring
1: you and I ever take you Joyos in Greensburg.
0: Oh, I freaking love Joey's, yeah, bro. It's, it's an easy They're like white pizzas. Yeah. Like it's pff, an easy goes. Oh to. man. Yeah. Dude, that stuff was good. Yeah, so pizza's like honestly a really big I try pizza everywhere I go. I try Have you had deep dish yet?
1: No. Get Giordano's.
0: That's what every we're literally yeah. in Lincoln Park, bro. Yeah,
1: get Giordano's.
0: We were we were literally about to go there. I think that yeah. that might be on the list tomorrow, Yeah, but, get Giordano's. Um we were so pizza's big deal and then um honestly I love hot dogs. Yeah. I have, I, like, enough. I have an affinity for hot
1: dogs. Yeah. Like, that's like, such a cheap-ass food. But I like, haven't had a good Chicago dog, but ever since I read this stat that, like, every hot dog takes seven days off of your life, statistically. <laughs> I'm going to eat, like, four more today. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a, I, like, take it Because I love hot dogs, too. I'm like, I grew up broke as shit. You know, that's all I ate was I ate hot dogs and mac and cheese was my luxury meal. Seriously. Just cut the hot dogs up. Throw, you can throw it into anything. You can throw hot dogs in anything. You know what I mean? You have hot dogs and cake when you grow up. You know what I mean? It's like, it do It's matter. I have the glizzies and anything dumbest favorite foods but um
0: no genu- genuinely like I love trying like good just any authentic tacos like taco stands yeah. like finding like the real deal taco stuff like
1: we were talking about it me and Aiden it's called velvet taco if you're down in the city yep velvet taco go there it's fire absolute fire was it good fire and they have me and Aiden we're talking about it red velvet cake Fire. It was fire. I got it. I was like, Ooh. I don't put I don't put too many desserts on my story just in case somebody sends it to my nutritionist because I have a nutritionist <laughs> and uh, yeah, he would be. I have a block for my story, <laughs> but, but I'm pretty good for the most part. Um, what you have a favorite book? Man, I like. That's like one
0: of the biggest things is I've like stopped reading like yeah. since like the end of high school. Has any
1: book ever impacted you? Like, man, like even a piece or an article or a quote where it's like, man, that really, like, changed my life. Hmm. I, like, really stick
0: to the scripture. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Which verse? I I got a tattoo on my ankle of, like, just a little sunrise and, like, a little heart. And uh, it was, I was sitting in a parking lot, like, just thinking, and it was, uh, the love and mercy of the Lord never ceases. It's this fresh as the morning and it's as faithful as the sunrise yeah and it's like i just have realized like however many times like i go to bed feeling like the worst person in the world you know yeah sometimes you just can't even like cleanse your soul that night you know yeah. you just feel that shitty yeah you know and i i just remember like waking up in the morning just feeling like god i like thank you for another day like what's that like chris Tomlin song
1: like your love never fails bro you remember that like, from, yeah like, yeah yeah and, i would think never that fails yeah.
0: It, it it seriously has been because I mean I seriously gave up you know yeah. with with God in general yeah. for, like a, a while yeah, because yeah. I was just so hurt from like Florida and like yeah. going around and that was all like a Jesus trip down there you know yeah. like and it was everything was all him and all like it just it was it was so difficult to be down there and I was like pursuing like what I felt he was telling me to do yeah. and like I'm like hitting pastors up, and they're, like, leaving me on red. like, hey, I'm homeless, can you help me, like, hey, I'm eating a dollar in Taco Bell a day, like, I'm hungry, like, and these, these things were just, like, how could a place, like, really, really try to, and I mean, I was given, like, so much money in
1: this church, too. Yeah.
0: It's, like, so much, like, because it was, like, a big giving place, too. Yeah. So I'm, like,
1: I don't... I don't know if it was me. Yeah, sometimes you gotta be careful. You might be funding like, you know, fund, funding like one of the, one of the pastors with a Rolls Royce. It. <laughs> <we, laughs> you, you gotta be careful. They be they be like blaming you like you're
0: not submitted enough if you're not getting blessed. I'm like, how about I'm not working because I'm too busy with school. Yeah.
1: Like I need to work, you know. Yeah. I
0: need to freaking eat, you know, yeah. and pay rent and stuff, you know. Like there was a point there that I was living in a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment and with and six the dudes. We're like to Swear. And no, they. The
1: passage. It would have flipped the
0: tables. Strangest <laughs> dynamics down there. Like what I thought that was like very, very amazing. It did solidify my faith more than anything, though, because yeah. I was riding by the seat of my pants in a state that I'd never been to, yeah. fresh out of the nest. If I
1: was going to be homeless, it would be Florida. It was it was worth it. Yeah, it I would do nice. Florida. So I could just pull up to the beach yeah. and go take a shower, you exactly. know? Like, yeah, yeah it was, for
0: sure. But um, honestly, sticking sticking with the scripture, the Bible is like a daily bread for sure. Easy. E- and uh, like reading books, I'm I'm reading uh, Abby's favorite book right now. It's The World is on Fire and We're Still Buying Shoes. It's like honestly a uh, a book about like hype beast culture almost in fast fashion and yeah. um, how badly these... We hide the Jordans. To hide them. Put them <laughs> away. Put them away, boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just how it's, like, affected the the earth and yeah. also, like, economy-wise, you yeah. know, like, there's seriously people buying, like, Walmart shipping containers that just are not even able to go to the stores because they're so full of stuff right now. Yeah. Like, everything's, like, overproducing right now and we're overproducing everything. And, um, like, people are just able to get, like, tens of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise for, like, a couple grand, like, buying these shipping containers just full of stuff and then reselling it on Amazon. Wow. And just, like, have, like starting their own businesses and, like, rebranding stuff, you know, bringing oh, through like, Jesus. grab a warehouse. No, seriously, I was That's like, nuts. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is wild. I mean, at least it's getting distributed a little yeah. bit more than, like, what the big box stores can do and whatever. But
2: yeah,
0: um, the more that I've, like, thought about a lot of it, like, we're all, we're both into, like, really sustainable, like, fashion stuff. So, like. Doing,
1: I want to do like a lot of organic stuff and like locally yeah. sourced. Like I'm um, really big into vintage teas right now, bro. I like I like a double XL, triple XL vintage tee, you know, kind of like a dress, you know? exactly. No, that's why I want to make it in my office with a vintage tee
0: on, <laughs> <laughs> and bro. The vintage teas are where it's at right now, like even, even just starting curated clothing yeah. stores, you know, that should be such an easy thing for people to start, you know, rather than like even a, a big thrift store or whatever, you know. Or having, yeah. like, a new, a new like, weird clothing store come into town yes. from, like, some random person, you know, like, but just, like, creating or, like, upcycling stuff and, like, yeah. just using what we have right now yeah. because it's, like, we have so much and we're, like, yeah. we could be feeding people with these, like, cotton fields, you know, like, the fields that are full of cotton for yeah. shirts that we don't need, we're... You know, we don't have them filled with, like, corn and potatoes and tomatoes and, you know, like, actually having, like, useful things, you know. And, I mean, we use
1: a lot of the pieces of the cotton, you know, but it's... Now, what did I want to... I guess I wanted to kind of see transitioning into, like, what are you most in love with right now? I kind of want to wrap up with, what are you most in love with? I feel like I've touched a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm so in love with...
0: uh, traveling right now and not even just traveling but like meeting new people
1: everywhere yeah and like life traveling like the the, the process of the journey it's it's been so and it's more of an internal journey than it is external like it's, it's that, that that like nostalgic feeling of like man i'm just in the moment you know what i'm in love
0: with is pushing myself past my comfort zone yeah. right now and that has been the biggest game changer for me Is So I'm sitting in Rochester, and I told Abby, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go up to the city. I'm going to go busk today. Like, I'm going to go play my guitar at the public market. And I went up there, and I've never done that before. Like, I've never even been,
1: like, in Rochester. Uh, So I'm, like, in I would I feel like you should already be a millionaire. I would literally (laughs) take that voice, and I would sit at fucking Times Square, right down by the bean in Chicago. I'd leave my guitar case open, and I would... I mean, dude, you, you could have been doing this since I would have not gone to high school. I would have immediately, as soon as I knew, I could have like sang like you. I would have exploited that immediately. I would have an OnlyFans where I'm just singing. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like every area would be like exploited. I would do everything.
0: That's been the that's been the biggest thing to me is like waking up from my childhood, just watching like nobody do anything like... Well, when you grow up
1: kind of like in a broker area, like even like, even the richest people in like our area is like a hundred grand. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's like my very, it, it like <laughs> limits you where it's like nothing. Like I, in high school, I was like, there was a way that I could just make 50 grand a year. That was my dream. Like, dude, if I, I was going to go to the military and I was like, if I just survive and can go to the military <laughs> and like by 40, if I can make 50 grand a year, I'll be like set. You know what I mean? I can help my mom out or something like yeah. that. And it's like you are right. Like it's, I can see why it's taken you to like really believe because it's like, it's like a, that fish tank theory. It's like put a shark, put a baby shark in like a four x four tank. It's not gonna grow any bigger than fucking three feet. You yeah. know what I mean? But put it in the ocean, and that thing can grow to thirty feet. You know, it's like that's the, what I'm doing. We did do not grow up in an ocean. We grew up in like a
0: baby pond. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro, and it's it's like big. And the second that I started to go out, and the second that I started to just like. Be like, oh, I got to go like do these things. Yeah. Like, like if I'm trying to do music, I need to do music like full time. And like, I've been like, oh, I'll struggle. I've been like, I'm struggling for music. But the thing was, is I was struggling because I was working shitty jobs because I wanted to sit in my house and smoke. Yeah. You know, for like a year. And and I'm not going to even say that I wasted time like in Florida or anything because that was like very directed movement. And I needed to become like an adult. I yeah. guess at some point and have my brain cleared. So like going over to Jupiter and seeing intense wealth, you know, over there and yeah. like everybody wealthy, you know, yeah. and they're all so nice and so happy and like being on a beach and you know, I started my own social media marketing company over there and like did that. I did telemarketing. I did sales. I worked with, you know, this guy and this guy yeah. and I lived with Did my you do
1: life insurance.
0: But my ex did. Okay. She was, she, I was about to get into it. Yeah. Like, I still have the book. You know, okay. like, I was about to do it. And um, I was like, that's actually, like, one of the things that it was, like, my plan B, you know, like, if yeah. music didn't work out. And I've been saying if music didn't work out, and it's because I just never even started. Like, how do you even know that it's not going to yeah. work out if it, you didn't fail, exactly. like, after, like, five years of intense exactly. grinding that's and, key, like, five starving on the road, you yes. know, like, I'm, I'm like... I'm on it, you know, like, this is, being in Chicago is on it, you know, like, there was a, there was a change that happened even coming here, I'm like, I feel, I'm hanging out with my best friend of three years that I, um, named Ken, he's, his music, his handle's Teen Blush on Spotify, and, uh, one of my favorite artists that I'd, like, ever heard, and I, like, had him on repeat, bro, and I hit him up on, uh, I got his Snapchat from his Instagram, like, years ago, and, um, he hit me up on, uh, Snapchat and, like, sent an all- Message to everybody and it was just a demo that he was working on and I sent him back a demo He's like bro. Who the how are you like call me? So we ended up talking I was in Nashville at the time recording for a uh, country music artist named Jordan Davis I was doing a video yeah. work for him with a girl named Jacqueline day and um, Ken and I talked from like 11 o'clock till like 3 in the morning um, and then we like talk the whole next day and then we talk like the I whole next day. I feel like that's day.
1: the artist like power hour. I feel like you guys are night owls. I, I'm a night owl, my, bro. My ex would mix music and I think I sent her your demo because I'm, really? I'm like you, know, I, like, I still love her maybe yeah. not the romantic way but I would, you know, if she needed me, like, I'd sure. die for it, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, has a beautiful voice, mixes, and but she would always like, i get back, I'd get up at four or five, you know what I mean? Yeah. She'd want me to like, listen to her mixing it like she'd start at like 11 and i'm like are you fucking insane like i have to go to bed you know what i mean like i have to go to work you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> my dad is like bobby you cannot like record vocals i'm like in my room like green parts like yeah. screaming in my mic at like 11 at night and then like, no it's
1: that's, not like even just, that late, that's like the, yeah that's like the start time for you creatives like she would start being creative at 11 it'd be like we're like what time do you go to bed she'd be like about uh, five. Like, oh. <laughs> Swear. And it wasn't like, it's not like you guys are like up, like drinking or doing anything. That's no. you literally, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe yeah, it's like to. the dark or something where like it
0: creates like this, you this know, it's like the, free, like there's not, cause I think that a lot of artists have Supply. ADHD. Yeah. And it's like your FOMO is not active at night. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I need to be anywhere. I also have no stress at night. Like I yeah. know that everybody's asleep. Nobody's going to need me on my phone. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody my like mom's not gonna need me at like, yeah. you know, in the middle of the night or anything like that. I'm I'm like literally it's just like me in this. And honestly, it's like, you know, your your people could be a, asleep. You know, like I can be by myself. Yeah. Like I have to have that art time. Like I started to realize this. Abby and I've literally been on the road for almost like a month together now. Yeah. And I like have no clue how I'm doing it, and it's been great. Like yeah. she's she's so good and like reserved and quiet and she's peaceful and like yeah. I'm chaos <laughs> loud explosion ball boy you know yeah. like and um, it just balances out really well finding somebody whose personality like balances out yeah, yeah. is really good that we got our chi yeah in. yeah no for real. It, it, it really is. And we were just saying that the other day. We're like, we, we really are like yin and yang here. Yeah. Like, I'm like the chaos boy. Like, yeah. and honestly, the way that um, a pastor of mine had described it, him and his wife were very different people. His wife was always like, yeah, you know, and you like, didn't like her really. <laughs> she was like, he was the craziest, like entrepreneur, like yeah. pastor guy, like ran a massive church, you know, and very like, I respect him like more than yeah. almost anybody because i i just watched him he was like i'm a visionary and i dream and then she manages me and keeps me on the rails and yeah. if my dreams are pulling me off the ground she pulls me down you know like yeah. keeps me on the ground so that i can carry these dreams yeah, you know yeah. but like holds me here and like is also like doing the things that need to be done yeah. you know that i can't focus on you know like yeah. so having that uh, ability to um, you know rely on yeah. her it, but also to learn you know, because, like, to learn both parts, I don't think it's just to, like, rely on people, yeah. you know, for everything. I think it's, like, I can learn responsibility and, like, yeah like tidiness and organization from her, whereas, like, she's learning how to be, like, a free spirit yeah. and, like, be free and, like, not lack peace. Like, yeah. I always have peace, bro. Like, yeah. unless I've drank, like, 16 shots of espresso in the morning and I'm having a panic attack. Oh my because... God. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. But, like... I quit nicotine and i actually nicotine halves the effects of caffeine yeah it was like a medical study i was like why is caffeine affecting me so badly now like i would go out to coffee with like business owners and stuff and i'd be like like freaking out bro coffee (laughs) and uh it it just black coffee oh yeah black coffee is the best yeah and then it turned out that nicotine like halves that so whenever i quit nicotine i'm like drinking like two pots of coffee in the morning yeah, and I'm like wondering why I'm like having a panic attack. It's because I have like five hundred milligrams of coffee like running through my veins at like six a.m. Yeah, on an empty stomach. I was like, all right, so I gotta get my, I had to get my body in order. Like even pull back my caffeine intake. I literally took back everything. Right? Yeah, and like that made a huge difference to me. That's honestly being obedient to like God telling me to like quit those things. Like yeah. definitely put me on the right track and also put me in the right headspace to like. So good. Get to where I needed to because yeah. I wouldn't be traveling. I'd be wasting
1: my money on yeah, like stupid stuff. Stu- like stupid shit. Yeah, if it don't make you money, don't do it. That's what I tell people. So as we wrap up, what all you want to shout out? What's on your heart? Whatever you want. I gotta start doing this in the beginning too because I have like eight viewers. So we got to get them in the beginning. Yeah. Because uh, my mom will probably listen this far. I don't know
0: who else will. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I mean, shout out to. Um, Tristan for like doing supposed to shout you out (laughs) well no I'm shouting you out shout out to Tristan for like growing like bigger than I ever could have even imagined you know like like big big bro moment for real like um, inspired me greatly Uh, even seeing him since like the first year he started into this stuff and um Doing work with Simon and also shout out to Simon for seeing the potential and greatness in Tristan too. Um that's like real G move. And um uh I'd like to shout out um just my new single that's coming out. Uh it's gonna be kind of a problem. You can find me on Bobby Taylor Music, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, whatever. My new single's called Pollen. It's out now. Um, it's been out for a couple weeks now, probably a month or two, but, um, I'm still pushing that and, um, don't, uh, don't succumb to pride and stay humble, work really hard, be diligent in your craft and hone, hone every craft that you do. Don't just work on one thing because it's like putting all your eggs in one basket, like moving to different things if you can't stay focused is perfectly fine and uh because by the time you're 30 you're gonna have 50 different crafts that are like honed you know things that you've gotten bored with doing you know you come back to like um doing music producing like i do yeah. like electronic music i produce for rappers i yeah. then and i'm like yeah screw it i'm going back to rock and roll you know like just bouncing around to everything yeah. like you can't get bored and you can't get you know things get boring and there's a time yeah. that to grind past that and past that burnout for sure yeah and um, it's just such a fragile walk to just take care of yourself and like make sure that you're at peace yeah. too. you know to take care of your body and not to overwork yourself either oh, absolutely. because it's like that that burnout is crippling if it hits at the right time and it hits with the right emotional circumstances you know yeah. Because you can like fight through burnout and I like fought through burnout so many times and like that's like really hard for like ADHD people too is like that's like a really common thing is like intense burnout from like doing the same thing but um I don't identify with that and I say I'm bigger than that and I I take it as a big um a big power-up is having the ability to do so many different things and to have so many things going on in my brain you know just to yes. control it and harness that energy to be like I think it's really just being a creative person yeah I genuinely think it's unharnessed creativity but yes. um, yeah love Jesus let him love you and mm-hmm. um, he does love you and that's changed everything in my life it's taken me to new places it's gotten me out of Pittsburgh he's given me everything that I've needed genuinely and um, has allowed me to really enjoy my life even with like such minimal effort to you know and, and to also like if you're pursuing a craft and you're like I don't know like where I'm going and I don't know what to do like just rewind into you know God like show me what you want me to do and and put the people in front of me that I need to do and show me how you want me to live my life and if I'm doing things that are, you know, hurting me, you know, that's literally what sin is, is just death, you know, it, it's just like bringing death into yourself and like yeah. God just like freed us from that, uh, that grip of like having death come onto us, yeah. you know, and, and tempt us into like bringing death on ourselves, you know, and yeah. he wants us to live long lives and prosper and yeah. um, gives us a hope and a future. You know yeah. anything bigger than anything we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Yeah. And uh, did you ever ask or think that you'd ever be at this point? No, I just was grateful I'm alive. <laughs> and I I like <laughs> watch. Eat. I watch what where you're at, and I see like where my heart's at, and I like feel like my heart's at where your heart was at, like the first year that yeah. you like started this. Yeah. And like. It should, should it have taken this long, maybe it did need to take this long, you know. Yeah. I don't come down on myself for the amount of time. I feel like I'm still like 12 freaking years old, so yeah, it's like... Yeah. Always going to be young at heart. I'm like, I'm not worried that I'm 24. If you the know? soil isn't right, the seed won't play it. Just got to get your soil ready, bro. You know what I mean? Took long enough for me to yeah.
1: say, oh, all right, yeah. you can, you can wrote it till my shirt. Yeah, <laughs> just got to get the soil right. Well... another episode of AK in the book shout out Bobby Taylor music let's go appreciate follow Aiden Hill too on IG my podcast my IG is not Bobby T also not Bobby T hopefully you guys know how to spell that it's like the easiest thing in the world (laughs) let's go peace